0: Hey y'all. I'm Siv. And I'm Lex. This is episode three of the new Chitlin Circuit.
1: All right. What we watched this week, Siv?
0: This week, we tuned in to recently released Uncorked, available on Netflix, produced, written, and I believe also directed by Prentice Penny, mostly known for his work on, like, Insecure, and he did some stuff with Girlfriends, too, back in the day.
1: He did Girlfriends, too?
0: He did. He was, uh, had some production credits on Girlfriends. I, it was on his, uh, his Google bio.
1: Shout out. I, uh, every time I see his name, I just get excited because I associate him with Insecure.
0: Same. Yeah. Same. All right, so... All right, well, so let's get into cast. Yeah,
1: who was in the yeah, movie? Yeah, so, say?
0: I mean, this is a pretty... They had some, well, some heavy hitters and some newcomers in this film, right? So we have Courtney B. Vance... <laughs> playing the character of Lewis, the incredible Miss Niecy Nash. I don't think I've, I've never seen her something I didn't enjoy and this, you know, love mm-hmm. her. Um, newcomer. Oh, shit. I didn't even write his name down. Uh, he plays the character of Elijah. I know Mama, Mama du, Do. There we go. Why are you
1: going to do Mamadou <laughs> like that?
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to do the brother like that because I just have down their characters' names, like their roles, like Elijah, the protagonist, but his name is Mamadou. Um uh, uh,
1: I have a, a lot of thoughts and feelings about Mama Dad. Are they okay, are they good that. or
0: bad? Are they, you know?
1: I, I'm gonna get to it. Hmm.
0: Mysterious. <laughs> hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Give me a i I'm I'm switching through tabs here. Work with me people, work with me.
1: Mm-hmm. Just a quick question. How many tabs um do you have open on just a day-to-day?
0: That's none of your business. <laughs> That's for me to worry about.
1: <laughs> You'd be having like two hundred tabs open.
0: <laughs> my tabs, my life.
1: <laughs> you got it.
0: Anyway, <laughs> back to the mm-hmm. cast. Uh, Miss Sasha, come compare, compare I don't know. It's French. Mm-hmm. I hope I didn't uh, just. Deconstruct your name, my bad girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing the role of Tanya, M- our favorite white man, one of my favorite white men, Mr. Matt McGorry, yep. uh known for his time on *How to Get Away with Murder* and brief stint in *Oranges and yeah. the Black*. Love that white mm-hmm. man. Um, I think we got to the the the, the main yeah. cast there, and a few that's other folks build. like Kelly Jeanette, who plays like his sister. Yeah, but th- that's the main cast right there.
1: All right. I, uh, just looking at the cast, I was really excited to watch this movie. And I know we have probably, like, some other things scheduled before this, but this, we had to watch this one.
0: Yes. Same. I'm just mad that we couldn't, uh, thanks to Ms. Rona, we couldn't sit in the studio. Yeah. And actually like drink wine while we did this oh, review. That would've been nice. So I'ma just, you know, that would have been real nice. Real like steezy. So I'ma just drink my wine in my living room. Really <laughs> <tight.
1: laughs> nice, nice. I'm still waiting on my box from <laughs> Wink. Fine. They were supposed to bring it, but I think the post office don't want to carry that heavy box over here. It's at the post office.
0: Girls, so I haven't even gotten my I haven't even gotten my shipping confirmation yet. Mine
1: is sitting at the post office down the street. <laughs> That's what it says.
0: That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy! I've, i because they told me it was going to be a delay because it was shipping to New mm-hmm. York, but like it's been f- at least four business days. What? Where's the shipping confirmation? Oh my
1: god, Cindy, you gonna write a letter?
0: <laughs> I might have to write a letter.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna write a letter,
0: <laughs> Mr. Wink. mm
1: I do wish I had some of that wine. Um, but here's—I want to get into my initial thoughts. Is that cool if I start my general thoughts?
0: yeah let's do it first
1: bullet point i love mamadou i think his last name's hmm yep, i've seen is. him in a few things i just watched like a limited series he did with fx um oh.
0: and i just see him
1: in like random like what small things so i i've always liked when i turn on a movie or a tv show and his big tall ass is on there i love him
0: yeah <laughs> I, he was great. To, he's very, he's very cute. So I love that the the lead uh, actor was, he's very cute. I like that. But this is my first time seeing him in something like he looked familiar, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And maybe I've seen him in like smaller roles and just didn't realize it was him. Yeah.
1: And like, he's kind of, he kind of gets typecast, but I don't think he can help it because he's just, he's just the lovable dope is kind of his thing.
0: He is <laughs> so lovable. Yeah. I agree. I did I very much enjoyed his character and his presence mm-hmm. as like the protagonist of the movie. Love yeah, that. That's a good note.
1: Um, so yeah. I I was really excited to see him in a thing, especially to see him in a a black movie. Like this isn't just a movie with black folks. Mm-hmm. This is it's a really like there are a lot of really black <laughs> details of the movie. <laughs>
0: very black. I love that like it was set in Memphis but it like shows like how black Memphis actually is. I feel like people like I don't know if that's been shown before like except for like Hustle and mm-hmm. Flow man. we don't really like we haven't seen like I guess <laughs> may you know updated things <laughs> on like Memphis culture in Memphis Tennessee I loved like everything from like the soundtrack it was all Memphis rappers on the soundtrack for the most part um like his family ran well Elijah's character ran like a barbecue business everyone knows Memphis is like known for barbecue like it was just so authentically black and southern and I love yeah. it
1: I um I really like that you brought up the music because that is my first note that I really want to talk about. Um, yeah. So Hit Boy did the music uh, for the movie, and the mm-hmm. first um, like word of mouth reviews that I saw about the movie on Twitter was someone saying that the soundtrack like slaps, right? It did. And I have an opinion.
0: Oh, okay, let's get into it. Just
1: because the soundtrack has bangers on it doesn't necessarily, mm-hmm. it doesn't constitute a fitting soundtrack. It's just a slapping playlist. Let me explain. Let me explain.
0: Okay, yeah, no, that's a good point, <laughs> so, though.
1: But please, yeah. <laughs> so, like, in the beginning of the movie, like, the opening montage, you see them cutting up the ribs and, like, riding through Memphis. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just seeing a little glimpse mm-hmm. in the into the life. You know, you're getting indoctrinated into the setting. And there's this like rap song. Right. I think it was Yogati or something.
0: <laughs> it, no, it was um Black Black youngster. Um Or was it Yogati? I think Black youngster was the second song. Yogati was It the was first. a lot of both you're of right, them in the
1: first couple of scenes. Yeah. And that fit cuz it's like, yeah. all right, we got hip-hop like we see like it's telling me what the feel of the movie is. But mm-hmm. like so the first time that I noticed that the music didn't fit, it was banging, but it didn't fit, was like the skating rink scene. Mm. Like they kept with the same like yo gotti. I actually wrote yo damn gotti. <laughs> <laughs> yo damn like, gotti. That would have been a good place to have like a groove or like dance track as opposed to.
0: That's a good point. That type yeah. of hip hop. I don't think I noticed that because, like, during the skating rink scene, I was like, man, I want to go on a date at the skating rink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, this is a super nitpicky thing because it doesn't take you out of the plot at all. I just Mm -hmm. think, like, this is really more of a critique on, like, on audiences than it is on, like, the filmmakers. Mm Because all you got to do for niggas is (laughs) put in, like, some rap songs that make you do your shoulders like that. Yep. And then niggas is talking about how good the score was. And it's like, <laughs> "No, it just was banging. What are you talking about?" Um, but here's here's the here's the upside of this comment. And this is why I the reason I'm bringing it up is cuz it's not a negative comment. Mm-hmm. Um it made me question because the first half of the movie there was so much hip hop, and it made me question, you know, why can't a movie score be all hip hop? You know?
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: which I immediately answered for myself.
0: (laughs) Oh, please tell. (laughs) Do tell. (laughs) Because I I want to hear.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it can be all hip hop. A movie score can be all hip hop. Look at Hustle and Flow. Good. That's a good example. Yeah. Um, But the tracks on certain scenes were too vocal heavy. Like they, uh, some of them just were very, Mm -hmm. uh, like it didn't fit. Like it could have been. Like the skate scene could have had a groovier like a groovier song, or the the scenes that just follow Elijah. Uh huh. He's not the type of character where Yo Gotti is his soundtrack. That's not his theme song.
0: That's true. He's <laughs> not. He's not very. I don't know. Like hip-hop-esque he's he's kind he's kind of hipster-y if we're being honest
1: and hip-hop can be that he's more like a Anderson Pack type of guy
0: that's oh I would have loved it or like some of the internet playing behind like scenes with Mm -hmm. Elijah and like Tanya and stuff oh that would have been cute you're right they could have better utilized that
1: So this is just me uh, subtweeting the several people I saw saying that the soundtrack was so good, when in actuality, it was just a really good playlist, but it didn't always fit. Here's where it gets positive, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and just one thing, were those people also from Memphis? Because you know how people get when it's like their city is featured in a film, so they just kind of go like 10 times harder for the movie, even if it just, you know, some parts of it didn't really slap how they thought it did. Were they Memphis mm-hmm. tweeters who were just like, you know, cause <laughs> Black youngster and Yo Gotti, they don't get a whole lot of credit until stuff goes like mainstream and they got like Nicki Minaj on the track. So it's like, they That's didn't play. True. You know Shout what I'm saying? Shout out to
1: the queen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Miss Nicki.
1: No, they weren't Memphis tweeters. I don't follow anyone who lives in Memphis. I don't know anyone who lives in Memphis.
0: Oh, mm, well, do yourself a favor. <laughs> follow some Where it Memphis got
1: folk. way better, and my note resolved itself is after, after France in the movie, mm-hmm. it switched because when they got to France, they started playing French hip-hop. The
0: French hip-hop, it, which was crazy.
1: It fit the vibe way better. And then from yeah. then on, the music adjusted a little bit. And I was, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is way better. Yeah. Then and my, I thought this my my was My one note
0: good. on the French hip-hop, I would much, much rather hear people rapping French over a trap beat than hear grime music. I don't wanna hear none of that grind. I Bruh. I mean, I think I enjoy French hip hop better. And I don't even speak French.
1: Some of it is good grind I don't like, wanna like, hear you none of you, that. You you really don't like none of the Skepta songs?
0: No. Come on, bruv. da ba ba ba.
1: <laughs> What's taking that?
0: Dotty, <laughs> It's ugly. I hate it. I wish they would not do it. Rap music should have not made its way to London, and it should have not been flipped to grime. And that's the hill I'm willing to die on. I don't like it.
1: Damn, Sydney.
0: <laughs> I mean, why, why, why is that a subgenre of rap? It's making the genre weak. It's the weak link. <laughs> Shit.
1: Well, I said what I said. I guess that. If you're British
0: and you're listening to this. I do not apologize for my statements. Thank you. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think gigs is tuning in, but I mean if you do gigs, I'm of kind of a fan. So well,
0: maybe you, you know you don't fuck with it. Yeah, I really don't. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Who wants to hear <laughs> Game of Thrones characters rap? Raise your hand. Put your hands up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nobody, Sydney, please. Anyway. Uh, so those are my <laughs> initial thoughts about that piece of the movie. And then of course, there's a whole lot of other stuff we can get into, but that yeah. was probably my most well-developed thought um, mm-hmm. and the thing that I paid close attention to in the movie. Well, what about you, Sid?
0: I think the things that I took notes on the most, like looking through what I have back is one, I loved, it was what, like two or three different scenes and they had their like Sunday family dinners. Uh, so it's Elijah, uh, Mama Dew's character, Courtney B. Vance, Lewis, his father, Nisi Nash, uh, playing—I think her name was Sylvia, his mother, and then like mm-hmm. his sister, her family, his cousin, and like maybe like aunts and stuff. Um, I don't—it it was just seemed very—it was just funny. I could just like see myself like in that same situation with my family. Like, you want to be a Somalier? What's that? <laughs> Somalia? <laughs> African You want to be African? <laughs> that was so funny like those scenes I mean it was just like it was perfect I don't I mean but you can only I guess I don't have that just like feeling of like just being seen being a black person and just kind of like having gone through that kind of thing but also it's like man wish I could have some at dinner right now cuz I'm locked up in my apartment all day long and it's just it's just me right now <laughs> like can't do nothing so that was just like good to mm. see uh, so we screen. both cried
1: good. in this, yes. this movie
0: I, oh it. my god did I
1: <laughs> Did I got it, girl?
0: <laughs> did I? I had to get up, pause the movie, get myself together, and come back. <laughs> did I girl, cry? Me too. <laughs> yes. And then I guess yeah. the o- other like moment I love before we kind of get into just the general overview of the film, um, mm-hmm. just all the scenes with Elijah and his girlfriend Tanya. Loved it how she met him in the wine shop. It reminded me of going to like Pompet over on One Thirty Second in Lenex. Uh-huh. As, next time I go in there, out. I'm going to flirt with one of the um, <laughs> wine clerks in there because it worked out well for sis. So you never know.
1: I got beef with everybody in Pompet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you never met, even though I don't, uh, he's kind of annoying, but the one guy, when I go in there, he's really nice. I don't think you've met him before, but he be remembering me. I like
1: the French dude.
0: Yeah, he's nice, but there's another because the shop is black owned. There's another like black guy mm-hmm. who works there. He's always like, "Oh my god, so great to see you again," that kind of thing. He's a very nice guy.
1: Mm. Well, yeah. if you go in there flirting and and you <laughs> you get your man out of Pompet, you let me know. I'll I'll reconsider.
0: We may get some free wine. <laughs> I mean, it could be a it could be a win win. So yeah. Yeah. We
1: do love wine. We do love boys.
0: <laughs> exactly. Holla. Mm. Right, I guess, um, you know,
1: will you give us the synopsis? I realize we just went right into our thoughts on the, yeah. like, our first thoughts.
0: Yeah, we did. Because we, I, I think we're just both very excited about this movie. It's, uh, y- you know, yeah. we'll get into our rating and our, our scoring later, but I just, it was exciting to watch. Um yeah, so the movie I loved f- it. Follows, I'll say it up top. Great. It was great. <laughs> um... The movie follows Mamadou's character Elijah, he's the protagonist of the story. He works in a wine shop during the day as well as his family's um, barbecue restaurant that's been passed down from like his grandfather, now his father owns it and his father wants to groom him to be like the next um, front man of this barbecue place. Elijah, however, his heart is not in that, and he wants, he is infatuated and is passionate about wine, and he decides that he wants to become a sommelier um, (laughs) during the film, so we kind of, we see Elijah, like, enter into this school, which I didn't know was a thing, uh, to become a master sommelier, takes this exam, um, then he has to go through this full-blown, like, actual, like, undergraduate, like, Coursing and like class and learning theory and tasting, all sorts of that good stuff. But we also kind of see like how his family is just, it's his family's supportive of his dreams, but they also like, all right, Elijah's kind of flighty, so we don't really know. Like, we'll let him do his thing, but whatever. Along the way, of course, he meets his girlfriend who we talked about earlier, who comes into the wine shop that he works in, and it's like, she flirting hard with him too, because when he <laughs> said that Riesling, Oh, uh, it was like the Drake of wines? I said, That's all you got to say to me. Uh, here's my number. That's it.
1: <laughs> girls love Drake and girls love Riesling.
0: We love it. Um, and, then it's just, <laughs> and the movie, like we said, is based in Memphis, but we also see Elijah and his, his class go to Paris at one point to like they do a study abroad thing with their sister school out there. Um, and we just kind of see his, his whole journey. I think it's over like the course of a year and a half, maybe two years or something like that, uh, to become... A sommelier and then we find out the end result you know later on but I don't want to spoil that I want people to watch it and see what happens
1: mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know that is a good synopsis and like I thought it was a really so one thing I liked about this story while at like many of the components and all of the characters are like uniquely and specifically black mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a classic story that could very easily be about white Italians in Long Island owning a pizza shop,
0: mm. <laughs> and one
1: kid wanting to go and do something different, like you know, right, uh, join an orchestra or something, you know, right,
0: uh huh.
1: But it was a really fresh twist on it. Um, I agree. Loved it. Loved
0: it. <laughs> I. Lo- I guess we can give our ratings. I love this movie. I did. And I see you did, too.
1: (laughs) Yes. I really, really did. So, one thing that I, um, this is one thing that I noticed that I feel like you and me would appreciate, because we are both, um, how do you say, (sighs) what's a nice word for bougie?
0: Um, hmm. Uh, I I th- I, bougie can be nice, depending on how you say it, I guess.
1: Me and you like nice stuff.
0: You like <laughs> nice things. There we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the one scene, he's tasting wine and he's holding it by the stem. Oh,
0: yeah, girl, I noticed the same thing.
1: <laughs> and I, I was literally watching for it and I was like, they're going to be for real. You know, you're supposed to hold it by it. Because people put their whole hand on the glass. You just uh-huh. heat it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Hold it by, by the stem. And That's
0: a bullet point I called out. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I like I guess mm-hmm. if we're gonna go back to like it being authentic authentically like black and just I don't know how it was just so original for this plot line. A few things I pointed out. Um one with after him and Tanya began dating, it's like a scene, he's in the shower, like I forgot, he's going through something, like crying in the shower, and you see the mm-hmm. Shea Moisture bottles in like on the shower <laughs> caddy. I said, Oh. This uh, I love it. I, I didn't love even it. Like clock it's,
1: that. It's I, I was touches. looking at Mamadou's arms. All right, here's oh. the thing. <laughs> was,
0: I have a okay, crush yeah. on
1: Mamadou, and that's what's really going on here.
0: I think that's what it is, because you, you brought it up earlier, and you didn't really say it, but I knew it was going to come back to this.
1: <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> he
0: is so cute. I love him. And
1: I don't know if he, you know is into, like, gay girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> Most men are, but, <laughs> you know, I don't know his, his deal, but if he would be interested, I would certainly be interested.
0: Here, I'll put out the back bat signal for you. <clears throat> Thanks. Mr. Mamadou, if you are listening,
1: <laughs> mm.
0: please feel free to email us at the new circuit at gmail.com. Or
1: Mm -hmm.
0: add us on Twitter at TNCCpod so we know it's real. Slide in the DMs.
1: All right, back to the show. Yes. Thank you, Sydney. It's so much nicer when you do it for me because when I do it, it sounds kind of thirsty.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, we
0: won't bring up uh, your Melinda Williams call from the last episode because that was a little thirsty.
1: Look, she she hasn't reached out yet, but I'm holding out hope.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: (laughs) One thing that I did really appreciate Mm -hmm. about, like, the characters themselves, I thought the father character, Lewis. Yeah. That was Courtney B. Vance. Mm -hmm. And, like, of course he's a stellar actor. Yes. But the writing really leaned to, like, uh, it was so real. Yeah. Like... What I have is that black daddy coldness. <laughs> like when you piss your daddy off. <laughs> he just, I'm fine. Like, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. I can't explain that. Uh, <laughs> and just like what male did was what I have is just the male avoidance thing. Because mm-hmm. Elijah did it too about like when something was bothering either of them. Yeah. Like. They would just kind of shut down in front of each other. Yep. <laughs> you know, and but it was, the, this is where the directing and the writing really shine for me. Mm-hmm. It was very like subtle how they would show emotion, and you could tell that both of them pick it up.
0: Yes. Like
1: you might could miss it as a like as some as an audience member, but both of them are spot on and know that like even though he didn't say this thing, I know what, he, what meant.
0: he meant yeah and it showed mhm I, I mean, i was also going to say i loved um tanya his like his girlfriend even though she didn't have like a huge part in the entire film she was you know a supporting role or whatever but like i don't know seeing her like when he's in france and she's in the car with her girlfriends and they're like i don't know one of the girls just got engaged and they in the car are bumping some 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 like, oh 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 Nikki just got engaged, y'all. What was that, Elijah? Where are <laughs> you? Oh, I'm so... <laughs> like, I'm
1: so <laughs> That's the problem, on, too. I, I liked her character. Here's the thing, though. You know what I'm going to say. I think I do. <laughs> the first thing I want to say, the romance was moving a bit fast. You think so? Yeah. Like, they... I, I get it. They both cute mm-hmm. and charming mm-hmm. as hell both of them yeah tanya was fine yeah but it was uh it was a little fast it wasn't too fast to like throw me out of the plot like once again i i measure everything by how lesbians do it and if this was lesbians they would be married by the end of the movie
0: uh-huh but like I don't, I don't, I feel like it it seemed regular because they had started dating. They went on the first date, and then the kind of the next time we see them, it seemed like after like maybe like a few months or so when he decides he wants to go, you know, become like a master sommelier and go to school or whatever. And then, you know, at that point, you know, she's spending the night or whatever. So that's like, they're not living together. So that's like, you know, regular. And then we see them again, like maybe like a year later and they're just still like dating. But like, you know, but now they're throwing in I love yous, you know, it's, it's been a year. So that's like, they have that point. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it, it seemed kind of, I don't know, t- standard.
1: Okay all right, I'm like, I'm cool with it, but I I will concede then. But by the time I get to the end of it, I kind of changed my mind a little bit because my stance usually is that a romantic subplot, like a romantic subplot Mm -hmm. isn't needed. Right. (laughs) So like, like it could have been just a friend. Like I would have been cool with that, but I know you like to see black girls getting loved up on in the movies. I do. (laughs) I really do. So I know where your stance is. But, like, I don't know. It didn't add. I feel like he would have been, as a character, Elijah would have, like, gotten more to what he was actually working toward if it was just, like, a friend thing.
0: Or if Tanya
1: was just a guy friend.
0: I mean, but he had his cousin like who was Elijah's like, friends. He had he had his cousin JT, who was like a, like the rapper guy who just like had all the jokes for most of the movie, and he was like a mm-hmm. friend. But I mean, his girlfriend did more, you know, like in support wise of him becoming like a sommelier and helping him study or whatever than JT did. <laughs> it's
1: true. So she like pushed she, him pushed him uh, along I don't his even journey. Think Elijah more. liked JT.
0: Oh, maybe not. I think it's <laughs> just a familial thing. Like we family, so we gotta like be <laughs> cordial <laughs> and be friendly. I didn't like him. <laughs> Maybe not.
1: Who were Elijah's friends?
0: That's a good one. He didn't seem to have many friends except for, like, the the white boys that he met at school uh, to be, like, a Somalier. Mm-hmm. That random white girl, the snarky white girl who I enjoy. Oh, yeah. um, I just like the character type. <laughs> like, the character type <laughs> of that person is always funny just to see the white, white go back and forth. Um, but, yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, he didn't have friends. Like, even his sister and him, like, they were close, like, how siblings can be close, but they weren't, like, best friends or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So that was, I just, I'm always looking for how a romantic relationship could have been just friends in a movie. (laughs) So that's just, like, my thing. Gotcha. Um, But since you bring up the white boys, my note is when Matt McGorry came in the screen, I said, Matt McGorry. Yeah. Yeah. Then my next bullet is, but why did they cast two of him?
0: <laughs> that's true. It was Skinny Matt and Chunky Matt. Yeah. <laughs> why did we need two Matt McGorys? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe those are the only type of white men that want to become sommeliers. That's probably something we don't know.
1: <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. I like the other guy. He was, uh, I don't know. I thought it's, he was a little he, annoying. I mean, Yes, it strikes the chord of how most, like, white men you work with are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What other notes did you have on it?
0: Um, I have, like, a few of my, like, favorite quotes, uh, just from, like, the moments oh, yeah. that I loved in the, in the movie. A lot of them come from Niecy Nash and the yeah. cousin JT. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think Niecy Nash is probably, like, like, a queen ad-libber. And I, because I, you can never tell with her, like, how much of something is written in the script and just kind of what she's feeling. And it just, it just mm-hmm. translates so well, after whatever she says. So there's, like, one scene where, um, you know, Elijah's calling her to check up on her or whatever. And she's like, look, boy, don't even worry about me. You in Paris. Do Paris shit. <laughs> 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 what does that mean do i like do i go get like a bowl of prosciutto and like some cheese do i like i don't know go to the apple go tower striped sweater right do i just go and buy like a beret is that like parachute i don't know i love that and then there was another scene it was like i feel like jt said this he was like damn oh no this is what it was he was talking about how Memphis is getting gentrified or whatever. And he's at like a Whole Foods that's in, I guess, like a new a gentrified area that's mostly white. And he's in there trying to, you know, get some food. And it's a white lady all up on him because that's what they like to do when we are like mm-hmm. shopping and stuff. And he goes, damn, a nigga can't get no prosciutto in peace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's spot on. Loved it. I, I pulled two quotes from the movie as well. Yeah. Both of them are from Courtney B. Vance's character. Oh, let's hear them. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he was talking about somebody's hair being nappy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he said, the boy looked like he still cars in Wakanda. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Second quote, he says, I'll have a like a Jameson or a Jack Daniels. Uh-huh. I won't be mad if you put extra, you know, because of Because of slavery. Cause of slavery. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do remember both of those quotes and the other one I remember it was just like very black dad when they're random he's like picking up I don't know firewood or something for the barbecue place and the owner of the firewood place his dog hops in the truck and he goes whose dog is this <laughs> gonna have shit all on my carpets <laughs> or whatever.
1: So here's my tie so everybody know I'm pretty country mm-hmm. and when I'm home in the wintertime, me and my mama go and get firewood and stuff. Uh-huh. So I've had this interaction, not with the, the yard dogs that they always have out there, because yeah. my mama don't play that.
0: Uh huh.
1: <laughs> and she also doesn't get out of the truck when we go to get wood. She just she makes you get out the truck. And... Oh, okay. No, no, no. Oh. She lets them pack it up and then she micromanages them as they load it into the truck
0: hmm. <laughs> through the rearview mirror. <laughs> she is don't micromanaging. Do that, not on my
1: rug. <laughs> <laughs> so. I felt very uh, seen. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> when he's walking around, he's like, "Is that uh, apple wood seasoned yet?" Uh-huh. That's exactly how my mom is. <laughs> really? She's like, "Is that wood seasoned?" Mm. And it what looks is th- wet.
0: for? Okay. Because what does that mean exactly for uh, for those of us who have not oh had this experience? Because I just assume maybe it's like they season the wood with something and it makes the meat taste a certain way. Oh. But I don't know. Please, please let me know. What does this mean? Um. Am I country? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. Hmm. Seasoning the wood is—I don't know the exact process because none of my family members are in the wood, like timber business. Uh huh. <laughs> um, we raise goats. We sell watermelons, uh, pecans, but we don't do timber. Country. Um, please. <laughs> <laughs> but seasoning it virtually just means like the way you dry it out and like uh-huh. make it really. Like able to burn, so even uh-huh. wood that's not being used to smoke meats, because most wood that smoke meats, you know, maple, hickory, yep. apple wood, it's a flavorful smoke. Gotcha. But we don't, you know, me and my mom don't buy that. We're just buying firewood for the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And even that wood has to be seasoned, because if you just cut a tree, trees, it's it's not dry in the middle. Like trees have like an essence of moisture. That's how you know, like when you look at a dead tree stump. Yeah. That's not what a live tree looks on the inside like. Ah, oh,
0: there's a science to so it. So they
1: have to dry it out because if if you cut it fresh, mm-hmm. it's not it's going to be pretty hard to burn. It's not going to burn as good.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh so that's why when you go camping, they want to find dry sticks because if it's wet, it's not going to burn. Yeah.
1: yeah, if it's wet, it's not going to burn. No, it yeah. it's just going to sit in there looking at you.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yes, I I didn't make it very far in the Girl Scouts. I was a brownie for like a week. And then mm-hmm. I realized I was over it and we didn't get free Girl Scout cookies. So that didn't last very long.
1: Oh, see, you could have came down to Alabama with us. You would have got all your patches. It wouldn't have, it would have just been little patches my granny sold up, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> I enjoyed my my summers at the, at the at the summer day camp. So, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't regret those summers of not getting any patches. Um, me and the wilderness don't get along for real.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I is allergic to outside,
0: yeah, pretty much, yeah <laughs> anyway, enough right. enough of our backgrounds, Um
1: uh, <laughs> what I liked about this is something that I wish they would have like leaned into further, but it was mm-hmm. subtle, and it was enough for me, is when they showed, I thought it was important that they showed uh, the dad Lewis, go out and get the wood, go out and talk to the butchers and stuff, because. Mm-hmm. I feel like it showed, like, the intricacy and, like, the craft of smoking meat. And it was a really good yeah. parallel. Parallel, to, right, to the wine. To the wine, exactly. Because, Agreed. like, at first thought, you would think something as brute and, like, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the word?
0: What Are you thinking, what, mundane or, like?
1: Yeah, as, as, like, mundane and just sloppy as smoking mm. meat. Would be mm-hmm. the opposite as something that is intricate, like tasting wines, but in actuality, there are a lot of parallels, and you can see that while they are doing different things, Lewis and Elijah, their crafts are pretty similar about curating yeah. a taste and like curating you know this An food.
0: experience and right what what this what this meat or what this type of wine will then mean to yes. whoever's consuming it or whatever so yeah. the
1: way Elijah was reading into how a type of grape grown in one place will make a different wine than somewhere mm-hmm. else. The same way, if you smoke with hickory or you smoke with under wood, it's going right. to bring out a different taste. And he was bringing that up once comparing the different barbecue styles of Memphis, Texas, Kansas city, mm-hmm. you know,
0: mm-hmm. every
1: place is known for something different. Just like That's wine. That's so true.
0: Yeah. And I, I was going to say, I um, even just going back to that, how like, I guess the parallels So, like how Elijah wanted to go through like this masterclass sommelier program His daddy was trying to take him through the masterclass of barbecue and like family business. And it just didn't translate for Elijah the same way, like his passion and his love for wine did. So that was also cool to see.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. And that's one of my favorite parts of the, the script, like of how the story is laid out. I love mm-hmm. that parallel because it very that's why I think it's a refreshing take on the whole it's not my dream it's your dream dad type of story.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's refreshing <laughs> because in most of the stories they show the dad's dream or like the family business as something like the, the as something old, tired. Right. This is and, my
0: granddaddy did it, his granddaddy did it and goddamn it you're going to do it.
1: Yeah, and they show it as something that like clearly you would want to do something else. Only a sucker would get stuck in this life, you know? Which Elijah right. like thinks at one point, but you can tell he has a shift and a change because like when you really looked at it, like Lewis wasn't trying to just do this the way we always do it. He was trying to bring in mm-hmm. fresh ideas to the barbecue joint. Right. You know? He was trying to mix Open it a new up.
0: location. Like he even added like the idea of like, in this second location, it's gonna be more modern and like it's in this gentrified area at well, like a wine bar because the white folks love that. And you know, Elijah, you can curate the wine bar because I know that's what you want. I'm trying to bring you in to like this thing for our family basically.
1: Yeah, and I thought that was, that that is so subtle and like you could miss it looking at just all the other great things about the movie. But it's mm-hmm. the thing that made the story so fresh to me.
0: Yeah, I also really enjoyed. If we're gonna go back to the premise and a few spoilers, but nothing crazy, of uh, like when he's actually in school to become a sommelier, because you know when you think like you go into a wine shop and like the owner or like whoever's doing the ta- the tasting that day, they just kind of like they know because they drink so much wine and it's kind of like their business to know. But it's it's so much more intricate than I thought it was. It's like okay, so. It was, I wrote down like a few parts of the exam and what they were going to be learning. So it's like, there's theory behind wine. Who would have known? Um, of course, the tasting of it, like figuring out uh, like through sight and clarity. They're like fruit, non-fruit components, acidity, balance, the region the grapes came from, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Then it's also like service. How do you then approach a person who has no idea what you're talking about in a restaurant and say, okay, I'm going to recommend this because it pairs well with, with this type of food, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a whole like year and a half course and like this extremely like stressful exam at the end where they make you go through like i don't know the written portion up front before you even start like classes and then at the the last end post class it's like you just you're in front of like a panel of three judges and you don't even know if you make you become a sommelier until like you're sitting in a room full of people who've also tested, which I had a problem with, because I just know from my own PTSD of undergrad, I don't want to sit in a room with people to find out if I failed or passed an exam. Just put my stuff on Blackboard and call it a day. Don't be playing (laughs) with me like that.
1: (laughs) It's super tough. And I think they do it like that on purpose, because many people in the movie kept talking about how hard the test is. And it is hard, IRL. There yeah. are not very many master smileys in the world. They say only like two hundred and something in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, like two
0: thirty, they were saying, which is crazy. It's a lot of people yeah. in the world.
1: So I think they, it's an intimidation thing, probably. But yeah, and it's it is and so it's racism.
0: Because how many yeah, black is in the
1: world? <laughs> we can always point to racism.
0: <laughs> yeah, always. Slavery is always the reason. I don't care.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I w- one of my like you know, like, internet friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> is taking wine class. And, like, she's been doing that for the past couple of months before I watched this movie. So I've been, uh-huh. like, eager to, like, see what she thinks of the movie. Um, yeah. But it's definitely a thing. People have to, like, go through entire coursework to become a sommelier. and that I, it is insane. expensive. I didn't realize it before watching this either
0: yeah i was just like okay so maybe i'm gonna just i'm gonna even i'm gonna stop giving my like thoughts and stuff on wine because clearly it doesn't it doesn't make sense for real because i don't know what i'm saying i just be saying mm-hmm. i can taste the hint of a hint of blackberry um um <laughs> you know like i don't Here's even know the thing. Real.
1: there was like this like experiment and i saw it mm-hmm. on adam ruins everything where they like took sommeliers like actual wine experts and gave mm. them like a white wine with red food dye in it
0: Uh huh.
1: <laughs> and gave them cheap ass wine and told them it was expensive like blind yeah. tasting telling them all these wines are fine wines except they uh-huh. snuck in some cheap shit from trader joe's yeah and all of the smiley's failed like all of them really thought they had it <laughs> and wow. like many of them couldn't even like the, the white wine with the red food dye in it couldn't even mm. tell. Like, they thought it was a cab.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: So, like, you can train your tongue to, like, pick up on things and stuff. But there is really, honest, there's kind of no true wine expert. You like what you like, and right. it's subjective because it's taste buds. That's just like saying, like, literally, our other five senses, like, sight, like, color, we all see different mm. colors,
0: that's true. That's true. So we all
1: taste different things. You so know? basically,
0: you can, you're telling me that I can add Somalier to my uh, Twitter bio. Oh, <laughs> is that not where um, this is going? No. Physically, That's... you can
1: type any word into your Twitter yeah, bio.
0: I, I know that, but what I'm saying is, everyone's tastes are different. This is what you, I'm repeating what you just said to me and to the people. Our tastes are different. So we can all be experts in our own taste. Somalier.
1: Okay, you can be an expert in your own taste, but sadly that's not what Somalier means. It's an official hmm. title. Hmm. Fuck it. Well, yep. they should. You a Somalier. I'm sorry.
0: Yep. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Just <laughs> Let me have that.
1: You a Somalia. I'm sorry. I messed up. You right.
0: Yep. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> so, yeah. And that was most of the movie. Like, the him watching him learn how to do this wine stuff and we get into like the actual things how they tip the glass over a little bit and say this is Mm -hmm. red and like how they have to how they have to read it out like this is a red this Uh is this the acidity is this no no the acidity is this right (laughs) you know I get notes of like they start naming the fruits first and then they'll bring in if there's like a barrel taste like an oak Mm
0: -hmm. taste, oak or something right
1: and then they go like region, wine type, grape type, region, wine type, and that's mm-hmm. the final answer. Yeah, yeah. Which very is complex.
0: <laughs> very. And I also felt kind of bad because, like, what if you like, like, for like people like us, like, I we're we're pretty southern, and like, I don't know, this it's enough for me to just like, cause even like going to Spain for the summer and just like butchering the language <laughs> for like a month. That's enough for me to just be like, I'm not, I don't have the patience to learn the seven different German wine regions. I just can't, I'm not doing all of that. It's a lot of uh, in the back of your throat to learn that. I can't.
1: (laughs) And that's why it's so hard because like, you have to learn how to properly pronounce like hard words in several different languages. Spanish, French, German, apparently, Mm. (laughs) you know, and Portuguese probably.
0: (laughs) Yeah that's too much.
1: Italian, definitely.
0: Oh, Italian. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For mm-hmm.
1: sure. Yeah, That's hard. So Hork. he wanted to do this hard-ass shit. <laughs> As Kim
0: Parker would say, that's hard.
1: Yeah. You know, another thing, because since we're talking about like regionalness and mm-hmm. we've touched on this several times, no matter what we watch, we can watch movies. We have watched movies set in New York, like the least southern place in the world. And we still bring yeah. up our southernness all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, <laughs> we're gonna do it again. It's who we bring are. Up our <laughs> Right. I, I love movies that like highlight that because it's it's getting more common now, but it hadn't always been true. You know how. Mm-hmm. Like, Spike Lee, every Spike Lee movie is an ode to Brooklyn, no matter what the plot is.
0: Yeah, and he can't help it. That's just who he is. Like, Brooklyn is literally running through his bloodstream, so that's just what we get. It's either, it's, yeah, that's just Spike Lee.
1: And, like, he, he, at the time, like, in the late 80s, when he started making, like, releasing movies for everybody to see, Mm -hmm. nobody had ever, at that time, cities were just crime ridden and, like, Everyone who lived in a city only saw that, like yeah. only saw that on TV, and everybody who lived outside of the city has never been in. They're yeah. just like, "Ooh, what a jungle!" <laughs> but he showed Brooklyn in this like beautiful, artsy way. Beautiful. So, Brooklyn's really one of my favorite
0: movies. Sad, but one Crickland? of my faves. Brooklyn, I love that film.
1: Nice. That's not my favorite Spike film.
0: Hmm. Okay, we can discuss on a later.
1: Yeah, because we're gonna watch a Spike Lee movie. It will, yeah, kicking and screaming, to. I'm gonna make you.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna
1: make you watch a long ass Spike Lee movie.
0: <laughs> I like. I, but, I enjoy most of Spike's work. I'm gonna put that out there, but I feel like you're gonna make me watch something I may not like. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a fan. Okay. First episode. Okay. No, that was the mini so I said I. I kind of like Chirac.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did not.
1: <laughs> most people. I didn't. like Tiana Paris.
0: <laughs> that was about it
1: but what spike lee does for brooklyn is what i really love when filmmakers do for the south like also a contentious film queen and slim regardless of the plot Mm. it was a a beautiful homage to the american south
0: yes yes it was i agree i agree and this is you and i both have Yeah, but I also think you and I both have, like, differing views of Queen and Slim from the general public. Um, but you know, that's another topic.
1: That's different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not indie, so, I mean, maybe if we get a Patreon. <laughs>
0: yeah, you got to pay but, us to hear
1: that. So, like, there there was some close-up shots of, like, Lewis's Chevy truck. And, like, mm-hmm. they were walking across the street once, and they were literally, like, the Lorraine Hotel was in the background. Yeah, I, I did notice that. that.
0: I did, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, like, it was just, like, the way they were zooming in on the cars and, like, the close-ups on the meat and just how the people, like, the set design and, mm-hmm. like, the extras um, costume design. Yeah. It felt very, it almost felt akin to ATL.
0: I was... Because even I was going to say like the restaurant scene where they're like just showing like that first like the long line outside and then like cutting up the meat and just like the decor, like the old brown like linoleum floor, like that white metal beam holding up like the middle structure of the restaurant, like all like the old photos of like M.O.K. and the civil rights movement and like Barack Obama. That just it was just so sudden. And it reminded me of like if I were to go into like, I don't know, like J.J.'s Fish and Chicken or something back home. And like see something like that in the restaurant.
1: Oh my! I want some fish and a peach drink.
0: <laughs> ooh, peach drink. It's some not, of that
1: homemade tartar sauce. Oh, damn! Had no I can't wait till I can go while. back home. The Rona is messing all of this up.
0: We gonna? Have, I'm a, if I could, if Miss Rona could be a person, I fight the Rona.
1: You fight the Rona? How tall you think oh. the Rona would be though?
0: Got it. Rona got a Napoleon complex, so no more than 5-2.
1: So you could take her?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Got it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let yeah. me, um, hmm. <laughs> it always gets here with you. <laughs> so, yes, that is, that's the thing I want to call out, too. So, like, just the, the way it, like, beautifully showed the South. And it, yes. it it had like a like it had a real like grit to it. Like it it wasn't like a polished like Queen and Slim, it was a very polished like right. version of the mm-hmm. South. <laughs> Everything looked pretty nice. But yeah. in this uh universe of Memphis, it is it's true. You can see the grease all over the restaurant you and, can. <laughs> you know <laughs> and the dirt on the streets and stuff. But yep. it's good still.
0: I almost I'm not even gonna lie like I was 10 seconds away from ordering some like barbecue after watching the film then I realized how disappointed I would be once it got delivered I was, I'm not doing that while I'm up in New York it's just not good for real
1: I don't want no ribs that was smoked in New York because how yep. far where they getting the wood from no idea couldn't tell you uh, Queens? I don't know I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah couldn't tell you so all right we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with the verdict
0: with the verdict. And we're gonna discuss how were the wigs?
1: How were the wigs? Yes, we got to talk about the wig segment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, quick break. All right. Uh, yeah, all right, so we're back. And we're just gonna, we're gonna do our verdict. Sydney has a, a couple of things she needs to walk us through though first.
0: <laughs> I just wanna discuss um, my favorite New segment of our show. How were the wigs, people? <laughs> and you know what? because the last two films, the wigs kind of they let us down a little bit. But I sh- I should have known better because Miss Nisi Nash, one of the queens of wigs, is an Uncorked. and she 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 will never disappoint us. Never. They made a few like jokes and like funny parts about like her wigs or whatever in the movie just because Courtney. It was like, I, I like a natural baby, that kind of thing. But Miss Niecy Nash always looks good in her wigs. And sis didn't disappoint. And I'm convinced that they didn't have to hire, like, hair and makeup for Nisi. She probably just bought her own wigs on set.
1: Probably. Yeah. I, Miss, yeah, Miss Niecy always looks good. That is a beautiful woman. That, you always. ever seen that meme on Twitter that's like, um, it's Nisi Nash in, like, a mermaid cut dress? And it's somebody with like you know like a measurement line on like her bust oh. and her waist and her yes yeah. and the measurement yeah I that
0: shit
1: damn <laughs> nigga
0: yeah <laughs> I've seen that yeah that's
1: her measurements her dress sizes god
0: damn <laughs> yeah yeah I've seen that
1: <laughs> mm-hmm that is one fine oh, woman. Yeah. and the wigs was yeah. sharp. They was really good. Uh, you sharp. know what? And the the difference between this movie and the last one the budget is is really there.
0: That's true. The budget I mean the soundtrack clearly they had the budget cuz the soundtrack the yeah. wigs like yeah. They and went maybe, to I don't Paris. think Prentice... Yeah, they went to Paris. But also, I don't think that's that can be very costly, because a lot of the shots in Paris were super generic. Just, like, them panning, like, you know, like a fancy-looking building, like, showing, like, an up and down of the Eiffel Tower, and, like, just, like, a shot of Elijah riding through the street on a bike. Like, it wasn't, like, super dynamic, so I don't think those are expensive to shoot. Time-wise, maybe, but, you know. Like, you can buy a flight out to Paris, because it was just, you know, sure, whoever was on the casting crew, and then, like, Elijah... And the other like members that were like in the sommelier class, that didn't seem too expensive to to film. I may be wrong. I haven't see the budget. I have not seen
1: Twenty Four Hour Love. Can afford it? Ooh, you're if, right. The budget mm. was I was I don't know. Netflix don't never release the real numbers. They Why? don't. <laughs> Let us see. Open your purse.
0: I, open your purse. <laughs> <laughs> That I but yeah, yeah no, that weird, is a weird strategy. I don't know why they don't. Yeah. What's up? I was saying well, that is a weird strategy on Netflix's end. I don't know why they don't give us just like the real numbers. Maybe on their end, like I guess you know, shareholders, stock, you know all that good stuff, you know how it gets translated in the street and people want to invest, blah blah blah. So yeah, I don't know.
1: mm. Mm-hmm. I guess. Look, yeah.
0: there you go. I just, that's what four years of business school that's all I got for
1: you. <laughs> <Is> shareholders, <laughs> I guess. That's what shout out to Howard Business School. Uh, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> um, they really prepared us to go on the way, which we will go. We will
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. All right, so what is your ranking? Uh, what are your final thoughts? How do you rate this film?
1: I Loved this movie I it really everything I wanted out of it I got you know and I don't has princess ever done movies before this
0: no I think this is his first movie
1: strong yeah this is this is a big step and I think like to his credit you know times is different than like 10 or 15 years ago you know yeah being like a debuting black director the bar's not low anymore <laughs> okay
0: like it's not
1: <laughs> literally granted many of the people i'm about to name were doing tv before or like we're doing stuff before but like jordan peele mm-hmm. like yeah uh miss ava, ava melina Barry Jenkins, Barry These Jenkins, who have, none of them have more than ten movies under their belt, but yeah. baby, when when I tell you the talent, so it is, it the bar is bang, high for your rat. Throw your hat into the the directing ring now, and he really, really brought it. I really, I agree. I can't because it's a Memphis, it's a southern movie. This is how I have to rate it. On a scale of one to I fuck with it. I fuck with mm-hmm. it. Heavy. <laughs> it's a long way. I'm
0: yeah, I'm at the comma. Heavy. That's how I feel about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. I Mama do, I loved, and usually I see him in like little white stuff. Like the type of stuff that like Keegan Michael Key would do. Mm, yeah. he He'd been doing a okay. lot of stuff like that. And he was good in that. But I really liked seeing him in a in a black movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I loved it all. I loved it all.
0: So I'm going to yeah uh, echo all of what you just said. Definitely, like when you texted me after you watched it and said you loved it, I was even more excited to watch. And I thought, you know, I'm I'm gonna go on a little bit lower because you know our tastes can be different at times. But even still, like after watching and getting like a lot of really good cries in during this film. I mean, because I, I had to, like, I guess I had to pause it and, like,
1: yeah. regroup we intentionally and come back. didn't spoil that part for y'all because I, look, have your tissues ready.
0: <laughs> have your tissues. Have them out, honey. Because, yeah. ooh, yeah. But, um, 10, 110% loved, love, love, love this film. Love Prentice Penny. I, honestly, I just expected good things because Insecure is, like, one of the best shows on television right now anyway. And, like, his talent just is... It shows, um, yeah. and I guess I'll just you round, round out with. I was gonna say yeah, I'm rounding out with who came to act. And this was tough for me. Um, I thought about it last night. I slept on it, watching an episode of Braxton Family Values. Uh, <laughs> I had to really, <laughs> I had to really think about this one. And I thought, you know, this could have gone a lot of different ways, and. After sleeping on it, I thought, you know, this person may be a veteran actor, but I still think they deserve this nomination. So, without further ado, I would like to nominate Mr. Courtney B. Vance. I think he deserves it, who came to act for this film.
1: Sid. Here's the thing, Sidney. Mm-hmm. We're too damn connected, you and me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's, yeah. And I thought, you know, maybe because, like...
1: I was because, like, you know, like, everyone, yeah, but then after it sat with yep. me, yep, same, Mr. Vance, the talents, I, I accept your Talent. nomination for who came to act, and I second it,
0: thank you, because, you know, I was having the same thoughts, like, everyone knows Nisi Nash is like incredibly talented and she when Nissi comes to act, she is there to act no matter the role, whatever it is. And then I also felt kind of weird cuz it's like, you know, Mamadou's the the lead character and he did a phenomenal job in the film and like Courtney's super experienced and he has didn't he win an Emmy for like the the OJ Simpson thing a few years ago or something did. like that? I think he did, right? So like You know, it was like, do I really want to give it to Courtney? Because we all know he's an actor; he has an Emmy, duh. Like, of course, he did a good job. But seeing like his dynamic playing like this older father role, I love just kind of like the naturalness of like you were saying earlier, like how they they clearly both have some kind of an issue and it's unresolved and they know it's unresolved, but it just shows in like their facial expressions and like their mannerisms. And Courtney, deliberate for me, so yeah, I would like to nominate brother Courtney.
1: You know what it did what did it for me for brother Courtney? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did it for me? Let's talk about diction and tone. He mm. of everybody in the movie. He nailed the southern accent the best because yes. It's more than just it's not just how you say the words, it's right. more about Man. what words you choose. Like
0: right. <laughs> You
1: can't put a black southern accent on the word "isn't" because black mm. southerners wouldn't use that word. I didn't start using right. "isn't" until I got to D.C. Everything is ain't. <laughs> <laughs> ain't. It sounds so weird when I say "isn't" when I'm da- like when I'm back home, you know. But
0: like, why would you even say like "isn't it"? You just say "ain't it"? That's yeah. how you question something,
1: ain't it? Ain't it though? <laughs> <You> <laughs> right? Know? Ain't it? I, you don't, I don't just say like, "isn't it." The slightest little intono- intonations of like, how to really, like, do this. I don't know. It, Courtney's mm-hmm. not from the south, is he? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I think
0: yeah, the most, yeah, the most I know about Courtney's background is that he's married to, you know, the lovely Miss Angela Bassett. <sighs> I'm uh... gonna
1: resist, but what? A man. He what a life he lives. <laughs> what but, a life. No, he's from Detroit, oh, no, he, which is country. I, it's the south of the Midwest, but <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say country. <laughs> but he nails it. it like it Nailed is so it. good. It sounds exactly like how all of my uncles like talk. You know.
0: Mm, same. And, Actually, all my seven uncles. Yeah.
1: It was wonderful. So yeah. I agree. Brother Courtney came to act. <laughs>
0: Brother Courtney came to act and uncorked people, so
1: Yeah. He might you'll have see it when you watch an Emmy, but now he has the Who Came to Act nomination and that's really what actors are chasing out here. <laughs> Literally, they need to act can we edit his Wikipedia page? I'ma add that. <laughs> Is that possible? You can edit it? I mean, I don't know if that's legitimate. I mean, let's see how long it stays up there.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: We'll we'll do that. That yep. Yeah. Alright All right, y'all, well, so that's... Look,
1: I, yeah. I want everybody to see this movie and Netflix keeps suggesting it so everybody will see it, don't worry.
0: Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, <laughs> I really liked it, I fucked with it the long way. and Heavy. Heavy. <laughs> Alright, is it cool if we close out, Sid? You got more on it?
0: No. Yep. Those are all of my final thoughts. Um, this is episode three of the new Chitlin circuit. Check us out on our socials. Uh, so we're at new Chitlin circuit spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N on Facebook and Twitter. I'm sorry, Facebook and Instagram and check us out on Twitter at TNCC pod. And I guess if we give our personals, I'm at call me underscore Sid on Instagram says kid I've got who <laughs> went back to college right there <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter I'm at cotton gin and juice and you know if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher don't don't be shy go ahead and give us that five-star review um
0: five-star
1: five-star add us to your your podcast rotation recommend it to your friends who don't know what podcast to start with <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm All right.
0: This is good, easy listening. So recommend it to your friends for sure.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Please stay safe. Stay at home.
0: Stay at home. Stay in the house. (laughs) All right. All right. Bye, y'all.